Look, if you got a Mac, do not, and I mean do not upgrade to the latest operating system. I really just had to take all this time to put all my programs back together because I want the show to be a certain way. Y'all know me by now. Let's get right into it because guess what? Apparently they don't fear Jay Uso. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. If you haven't done so, please go ahead, hit the subscribe button. As I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna throw that right there. Boom, on your screen, uh, yep, got the ticker back, uh, the original ticker that I was using. Uh, like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, click the bell notifications, turn them on. That way, you know, every time I post new content, it's up there, it's right there, you ain't got to wait for it. Shout out to all my subscribers, I really appreciate y'all. We talk about uh, Thanksgiving, we talk about being thankful that's one thing I'm thankful for folks. I am truly thankful for everybody who has taken the time, whether it's five minutes or the whole show, whether it's one episode or, you know, some of y'all don't listen to all 175 episodes. And I truly appreciate y'all. I'm thankful for y'all and I'm praying that you are staying safe during this time. We are in the midst of, uh, something different, something that we, you know, this is just different. The global pandemic known as the coronavirus, known as SARS-CoV-2, uh, known as COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, folks. It's running wild and it's running wild, worse than Hawkamania. So I pray that you're being safe. So let's talk wrestling. Um, You know, it was, it's a man. And his name is Roman Reigns. And he calls himself the tribal chief, the head of the table. And he wants to be feared by the entire SmackDown roster. And he wants his cousin Jay to help get this done. But unfortunately, folks, Jay ain't... It ain't working. They not taking him seriously. Roman blamed Jay for the SmackDown team losing the traditional Survivor Series match, getting swept, might I add. It's never good to get swept. But uh, Roman blamed him and said they don't fear you because they wouldn't have acted like that. Sent them home. Well, Jay came back to help him, uh, you know, in the main event with Drew McIntyre, and Roman reminded him again, no, no, I never called for you. I didn't send for you. So I'm sitting here watching this story, and you know, Jay Uso started off real hot. He's winning all the matches. He's beating Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. But now he's losing his grip. And it is really damaging to his brand in a sense that you're looking at Roman, and Roman is just like, you know, I beat you, and I beat you bad. But I, I was trying to break you, but you're just not falling in line. So I'm wondering what happens here. Because I'm like, dude, like, come on, Jay. <laughs> like, you, you know, he does too much. And now he's getting himself in these situations. And 
You know, Kevin Owens straight up told him, I don't fear you and I don't fear no man. So that takes me to what I told y'all last week. I was expecting Kevin Owens to come big after the Survivor Series. Now, with Owens going on after the Survivor Series, I noticed that, yeah, they lost. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't the sole survivor, but guess who's coming out of here? You know, I was like, this is exactly what I wanted to see. Will Owens beat Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But the fact is, he will be the one to take on Owens, I'm pretty sure. And I'm calling it now. It will be a tables match. I mean, they're talking head of the table. It's a gimme, right? So I'm thinking it's going to be a tables match. And I think it'll be interesting. Um, I can see Kevin Owens uh, giving Roman a run. But in the end, we all know who's going to win. But uh, I have to say, this is... I'm wondering what's going to happen with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. I mean, with Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. How much longer is Jey going to be able to take this? What's going to happen when Jimmy comes back? You know, is he going to... Like, is he going to help uh, Jay get that swag back? Or is he going to say, you know what? Roman's right. You you need to be more aggressive. Maybe they'll team up like they, you know, I can see Jay being the one that got beat up when they were young if they wasn't beating up Roman. So we shall see. Let's go to AEW, their world championship. The hangs in the balance in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, next week, up, uh, maybe it's the week after next. Um, we'll see John Moxley defending the championship against Kenny Omega. This is a match I can't wait to see. And I'm pulling, I think Omega gets it. Uh, I can see Moxley taking some time off. I mean, he's been their champion, but I can also, you know, I can see Moxley being the type of dude to say, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go home to my wife. She's pregnant. She's early. He ain't gonna, I don't think he's going to work all the way up until the ninth hour, 11th hour like Seth Rollins did. He might, but I could see him losing this and then just kind of getting like maybe a rematch and then going home. Uh, but he attacked uh, Kenny Omega, beat him down, and basically told him, said, next time you send somebody, uh, send somebody better to attack me, I got some uh, phone calls I can make. So I thought that was funny. Um, you know, shout out to AEW and NXT putting on the shows, entertaining shows the night before the Survivor Series. A, a slot traditionally used to be held for, uh, I said a night before the Survivor Series because I was going there. That was the night of the Survivor Series. It used to be the night before Thanksgiving. So uh, I thought this was, you know, it was pretty entertaining. Me personally, I was cooking. So that's the reason why I didn't do the show on Wednesday night, folks. Um, unfortunately, my wife was sick and my parents were sick, which wasn't going over there anyway. But, you know, I said, guess what? <laughs> Not only was I the head of my table, but I was also the one cooking. I said, I'll step up to the plate and get this done because we're going to eat some Thanksgiving food around here. Uh, so it was important. You know, you can't sit back and be like, nah, we, we, we just going to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwich. No, I ain't want my kids to do that. I went ahead and yeah, so I'm putting myself over right here on my show. I'm putting myself over a lot of, you know, there's times and place for it. So I was like, you know, I was pretty proud of myself. I was, I was really proud of the way the food turned out, but, um, Let's we're gonna move on. Tag team wrestling. Matter of fact, that deserves a top rope. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. And 
that's a little off. Sorry for the visuals. Um, as I'm trying to get things situated. Um, but the top rope this week, I got to give it to the New Day and the Hurt Business. Great tag team wrestling. Now, shout out to my sister, Britt Waters. She was on the line uh, this past Sunday for the Survivor Series post-show. And we talked about it. We talked about tag team wrestling, the importance of tag team wrestling. We also, um, you know, we talked about how the WWE has been giving us these great tag team matches. We saw that with the New Day and the Street Profits. Now, in my group chat, shout out to the NABJ National Association of Black Journalists, the wrestling crew. Uh, Y'all remember, we was on, you know, they was on the show before. And then obviously, you know, Britt's a part of the cruise. He was here this past week, you know, because we journalists that love wrestling. Um, We saw that. I said that I had the New Day losing the titles. I thought the Hurt Business, this was going to be the opportunity. They would walk around with all the gold. But that wasn't the case. Uh, they, The New Day was able to get it done. They, Now, it was hurting. They was definitely hurting, but they was able to get it done. I do think they'll lose the titles to the Hurt Business. I don't see anybody else win it. And I honestly think that happens at TLC in a few weeks. And the Hurt Business will take us into the new year, all the way probably to the Royal Rumble, at least into the Royal Rumble as champions. But, you know, uh, I thought this, I mean, just another incredible match. And like Britt was saying, you know, you, a lot of times you, you don't get those great tag team matches in WWE. And it made me think about something as I was listening to her on the Black Wrestling, Black Wrestling announce table. I realized my beef with tag team wrestling. It's not that I have a beef with it, folks, but I have been ruined. My tag team wrestling enjoyment has been ruined in the past decade by the WWE. Let me explain. As somebody who at the peak of my, you know, I ain't gonna say the peak of my wrestling fan. That's the wrong way. But at the height of the Attitude Era, as an Attitude Era kid, shout out to those wrestling girls who have the shirt that say the Attitude Era after us up. At the height of my wrestling, no, at the height of the Attitude Era, where I was always enjoying wrestling, right? Everything they gave me, I enjoyed. I noticed that you had all these tag teams in the WWE. Acolytes who became the APA, obviously the Hardys, obviously the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, the Hollies, Midian and Viscera. You had these tag teams, but they were not makeshift tag teams. They were it was that smooth chemistry, and I mean you had matches where some of the times, even if they they would be like main event in the first hour or the second hour of Raw. Well, first hours, we all didn't go three hours. But my point is, these tag team matches were some of the most must-see matches at a pay-per-view. I mean, you go back to the Royal Rumble 2000, the Hardys versus the Dudleys. You go back, obviously, the TLC matches, the triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 2000, um, the TLC matches at WrestleMania um, 17 or SummerSlam 2000. I'm saying, okay. But then something happened. 
And recently, we saw a lot of makeshift tag teams. Now, we saw some tag teams throughout those years, you know. Uh, I'm seeing names. I can't. I'm seeing faces. I can't. Like the Spirit Squad and um, was it K, K, um, Lance and Murdoch? All those other teams, right? But then we saw a lot of makeshift tag teams. And to me, those don't do it for me. It's not the same. So that's why I realized, oh, you know, maybe I'm starting to get that enjoyment of tag team wrestling back. And shout out to the New Day because they've been doing this for about seven years and I've been enjoying them. But and then the Usos, obviously, like I think the Usos to me is my they are my favorite tag team in all of all time, surpassing the Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation is like OGs, but the Usos are like, you know, current. But I'm like, maybe that's what the problem was. All the makeshift tag teams. So, but, um, and you know, PWI did a top 50 tag team list. I'm gonna have reactions for that coming up later on in the show. But now, you know, so, um, but like I said, the Hurt uh, Business New Day, they get the top rope this week for the incredible matchup. Uh, Speaking of teams, we got war games coming up. You know, Pat McAfee's going to have his team and Pete Dunn's on there, which I, I like this new attitude that Pete Dunn has, and I, I think it works for him. It's something different, and he's going to be on McAfee's team. He scored the advantage beating one of uh, I believe it was Kyle O'Reilly of the Undisputed Era. Now, the Undisputed Era, war games is their thing, but they could be in trouble. Then when you go back and you go behind the curtain, when you really think about it, you look at the booking, could you really see Pat McAfee losing to Adam Cole twice? I mean, I know it's two different types of matches, but it's going to be really hard for me to believe that he will lose twice. Um, moving on to Raw, this one right here, I mean, moving on to SmackDown, this right here gets it tapped out. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. Tapped out goes to Big E. You may say, why, right? Well, so Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn had a match. Sami Zayn won disqualification, I mean, count out. And that's the second match he won by count out, beating Apollo Crews, right? Big E goes to him and lets him know, like, yeah, you you basically, that was cool. And, but you, you won by count out. And then he would proceed to hold his hand and almost break it, holding it for 10 seconds, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, no, I know what's coming. Because Sami Zayn brought up the fact that Big E was a intercontinental champion. But he told him it wasn't worth much, basically. So nobody remembers. It wasn't, nobody cares. And I'm like, man, this guy was right there looking at the gold, the big the championship, challenging, making you think that he would be challenging for the universal championship one day. But now it looks like he's going to be sent to the IC championship. So I'm not really feeling that. I hope I'm wrong. Somebody show me something different. But I'm not liking the fact that it looked like Big E is headed to the IC championship and most importantly, headed to the mid card. That ain't what Kofi and them left you for. They said, go get your time. It's your time to shine. Go after the WWE Universal Championship. Only time will tell. And then let's before we get uh go to the first break, we got AJ Styles 
Matt, well, I think they just call him Riddle, and Keith Lee. They will take on each other in a triple threat match, all of them winning their respective matches this past week. Winner faces Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. It's hard for me not to see AJ Styles winning this match. I don't think, I see what Keith Lee is doing. He's been in prominent matches. He's definitely been having a spot on the show since coming to Raw. Even, you know, whether he's facing Strowman or whatever, he's having a spot. So I'm liking that, but I just don't think he wins right here. I think it's some more time before we see Keith Lee in a a serious title picture. And I don't think it's going to be against Drew McIntyre. I just don't would but I, I got AJ Styles winning this and this is definitely something I'll be looking forward to. But I'm gonna go ahead and take my first break, folks. Um you know, it's Black Friday as I'm sitting here recording. And you know, I got on our NWO like shirt, and you can see right here on the belt, I got the NWO plates. So, why not take you back if you haven't watched this yet please after you finish watching the show watch the full video the following announcement has been paid for by the wrestling realm you already know who we are but you don't know why we're back hey guys i feel like they hear us but they're just not listening so i feel it is our responsibility to make them listen Now you see one thing, in these past four years, I done went through all these channels. Nothing, nothing, nothing. We've come back to, I don't know, purge the internet wrestling community of something that has plagued it for years. They got you talking. You got me talking? You don't talk. I don't talk. I I don't do this. (laughs) Okay? This is not my thing. You show up, you kick butt on the show, and that's it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There we go. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Realm and make sure you follow us on IG as I've just posted an IG video. Um, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and record this part. So, yeah, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Wrestling Realm. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Realm. And, of course, follow me at Brian H. Waters. So make sure you do that. So moving on to the women side of things we had sasha banks finally getting her revenge against the one and only carmella and so this is going to be fun to watch i know as we go into tlc i could see this being a ladder match you know i think tlc would definitely see a lot of gimmick matches and reason why i could see this being a ladder match let's think about this who's the first miss money in the bank carmella why not she have a match with Sasha and us believe she'll be at 
the um, you know have the advantage. So uh, one of the things I want you to do, if you haven't did, done so, check out the Survivor Series post show. I love having Britt Waters on here because one of the things she talked about was Carmella's outfit. And if you haven't done so, check out her wrestling opinion, which is I record this on Friday. It airs on Saturday. On So make sure you follow her on Instagram. Yeah, I'm plugging my sis. That's the bloodline. That's what we do. Um, shout out to her always repping. But um, yeah, make sure you guys do that. It's funny. It's great to hear it from a woman's perspective. So that's the reason why I had to bring that up. But yeah, I'm excited about this. Like I said, no way I expect Carmelo to win this. This is for Sasha to, you know, get these reins under her belt. Uh, we also saw Bianca Belair defeating Natalia and um, shout out to my little bro, Stephen Michael Thompson. He was on here a few weeks ago. He sent me um, the tweet, Natalia, just talking about she is the be, you know, the best of all time, you know, the boat. And I, Natalia is somebody, uh, she is a solid veteran. First ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Yeah, you look at the accomplishments. If you look at the title wins, yeah, Mickey James, Trish Stratus, Victor, um, yeah, Victoria, Aaliyah, not Aaliyah, um, I'm saying Victor, uh, Lita. Uh, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey, they're all going to have more on paper success, but something has to be said about the longevity, the longevity of um, Natalia. So I, I think she's great. She goes out there. She gets these women ready when it comes to the in ring stuff. She is one of the best to ever do it. We got to look at that. You know, I know WWE is about the entertainment. So that's the reason why it's like, okay, you know, she doesn't always get her props. Um, listening to the Black Wrestling Podcast. Shout out to them. 200 episodes. So make sure y'all check that out. They had the Black Announce Table Podcast on there. And um, one of the things that when I was listening to them, they brought up Bret Hart and uh, Stat Guy Greg talked about, yeah, I think it was Stat Guy Greg, if not, forgive me, but I believe it was him. He was talking about Bret Hart being that, you know, one of the greatest of all time. And, you know, everybody always talks about Shawn Michaels, but I said this, that if Bret Hart never left WWE, if Bret Hart never left, even though Vince McMahon pushed him out the door, I firmly believe that he would be regarded as the greatest of all time and not Shawn Michaels. Here's why. We all know Shawn had his demons and everything. If Bret Hart could have held things down and did a proper transition to Austin, not only if Bret would have put Austin over, but also put him over in the rematch, right? And then just think about all the stuff he would have done there. It would have been great. Now, one of the things they brought up was the fact that people always talk about Bret Hart not having the best promos. But I was sitting there watching the Survivor Series 1995. And I was getting ready to go to bed. And I said, you know, I'm going to go to sleep with the TV on. 
And I'm fast forwarding it. And, you know, I went right to the promos before him and Diesel cut. The one thing you could say about a Bret Hart promo was that it was real. You felt it and you wanted to see the match. I actually took that from their conversation because that's how much I agree with it. And that's the reason I'm giving credit for saying it first. And I was like, exactly. Never before. And I know me being a diehard Bret Hart fan. I've always enjoyed his matches. Yes. People may say take his wrestling, his life to his uh, self too seriously. Me and the real Dwayne Allen was talking about this on the phone the other day. Said, yeah, we could, yeah, people say Brett took himself too seriously. But what you got to understand was when it came to the business, this is what he lived and breathed. You know, other people wanted to do other things. And some people wanted to be wrestlers. Some people's parents said no. Some people said yeah. But when it came to Brett, he was born into it. His father was Stuart Hart. Stu Hart, who made sure, like, no, like, they took the business serious. All the boys were wrestlers and all the women married wrestlers. So that's the reason why I've never been one to be like, oh, Brett took himself too seriously. I do say he is one of the greatest of all time. And, you know, I'm highly entertained when I watch his promos because it makes me want to see the match. It's not the Hulk Hogan's. It's not the Rock. He's not going to spit nursery rhymes. He's not going to have you saying what. He's not going to have a, a big catchphrase, even though he does say he's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. But you knew you were sold on the match. Um, Let's get back, though. Um, So, you know, I, was, I had to bring in Brett and Natalia. Uh, Oscar and Lana. How about them? <laughs> Oscar and Lana. Lana is... uh. You know, she ain't go through a table this week. I'm tired of her fighting Nia Jax. I think she'll get another uh, opportunity somehow, some way. She'll get another opportunity. Asuka will want to give her a rematch. And, you know, it would be interesting if she slipped and beat Asuka. Don't be surprised if it happens, folks. She could actually do it. She could slip away and beat Asuka. Uh, but I'm still tired of Nia and Shayna holding the tag titles hostage. I want to see tag teams in women's wrestling you got the titles let's use them so but again a makeshift tag team uh man moving on to nxt we saw tony storm we saw the new tony storm as she attacked ember moon after ember came up short against candace Lorraine. i think yeah she lost that match but uh yeah she attacked her or maybe actually i think she won but she either way she got attacked and she will be on Candace, Candace LeRae's team heading in the war game. So uh, I'm interested to see what we get from this new Tony Storm. You know, she was a great NXT UK champion, women's champion. So let's see what we get now. And then round it off, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. What great stories are they telling? I mean, you know, you got the best friend and then the friend who left her for a man, essentially. And now you're wondering, like, uh-oh, so what's going on here? And then right there, you saw Alexa Bliss. Just when you thought they was going to make up, you everybody saw this coming. She hit the, you know, I guess the Sister Abigail is what you call it, to beat Nikki Cross. Uh, but, you know, with that right there, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see Nikki Cross go to a new level. Unless she ends up joining them, you know, who knows. But then we also saw The Fiend and... Uh, Randy Orton, uh, the fiend has his eyes set on Randy Orton, a guy 
No, that was actually Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray Wyatt who beat Randy Orton. But we know these guys can work well together. So who knows what's coming up next? But uh, speaking of what's coming up next, I'm about to take a break. Guys, I'm going to take you back on a journey. If you follow us on Facebook, you may have seen this video if you've been following us for a long time. And this right here is a project that uh, the real Dwayne Allen and I did when we were in college as we created this great brand called The Wrestling Realm. What you're about to see is a trailer to a project uh, as um, this right here is something we had to do for our final project. So here's a peek. It's really a sad story. It's a really sad story. Growing up in a forgotten city, a lot of people don't really understand the magnitude. Overcoming adversity becomes a part of who you are. Overcoming adversity becomes a part of who you are. We live in a society where the same people who encourage you turn around and discourage you right in the same sentence. We decided that enough is enough. That enough is enough. It stops here. It stops now. It stops with us. It stops with the wrestling realm. We decided we are no longer going to allow people to confine us to their limitations. But rather, we would define our own measure of success and not allow anyone else to change that. Everybody has a story. Everyone has a story. And this is our story. See, people look at the wrestling realm as just a talk show. It's more than that. The, the wrestling realm is, is it's more than just two guys talking about wrestling. It's more than just people discussing how they feel and, and watching wrestling and a lot of older people obsessed with their childhood. It's, it's a lot deeper than what people will accept. I mean, it's a realm. It's a world where you can come in and be comfortable about like a wrestling fans. It's where you can come and not feel disrespected. They believe in it. They understand because they share the same passion. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So that's just something I just wanted to share on this episode. Wow, like looking at that video footage, I'm like, first of all, you got me with barely any facial hair, just a goatee. Uh, for those wondering, that was shot in 2012. Uh, so what was it 2012? I was about... 25 yeah i think no 26 that yeah, was 26 so that would make the wayne 24 so yeah almost 10 years ago and i was like wow uh but yeah we had a lot of fun doing that um probably a few hours of shooting uh video that is shooting video so yeah make sure y'all um you know when you can go check out the full video. It's about four minutes long. You can check it out right there on our Facebook page. Uh, but it was very interesting when they gave us the grade. We got an 89. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I uh, felt like... Nah, I ain't going to say it. <laughs> no, I felt like, you know, it felt like we should have got at least a, a, eight, a 93. But, you know, we, they, we wanted to do a wrestling internship and the school said, uh-uh. We want to do it for RCW Wrestling. But, I mean, it's a blessing in disguise. I ended up doing an internship at 
the Baltimore Sun and, you know, got a chance to cover some wrestling when I was there and right on the website. So can't go too wrong with that. So let's go around the net. Around the net brought to you by B Waters Productions. If you're looking to get an event filmed or high quality pictures, you want professional quality, simply go on Instagram at B Waters Productions and visit www.brianhwaters.com to book B Waters Productions for your event. So around the net, let's talk about it. Make sure you get B Waters Productions as if you're looking to get some of your holiday photos done if you're in the Baltimore area or if you need graphics and you're anywhere um, like social media graphics, we got you. Uh, around the net, we got Mike Bennett returning to Ring of Honor Wrestling. I think this is good for him. Ring of Honor uh, was great and, uh, you know, some unfinished business. He was never world champion, if I don't remember. So, uh, unfortunately, things just didn't pan out too well for him in the WWE. And then, you know, he also had his uh, relapse, unfortunately. But he's clean, so that's the most important part. And um, I, I'm interested to see. I think he had a, you know, I enjoyed his work in Ring of Honor. Kind of think, you know, Mike Bennett in 2012 going to WWE would have worked, maybe, maybe not. But it didn't seem to fit there, but it felt like eventually he would get going. Um, and speaking of returns, Shane Helms and Finley back in the WWE as producers. So congratulations to them. So that's just a little bit from around the net. Oh, also, also, before I forget, I want y'all to check out my boy Corey Woods' uh, brand new show. Oh, man, and I don't have a name. I just know it's on Woodward, Woodward Sports out of Detroit. He had Eric Bischoff. So just search Corey E. Woods on Twitter. I forgot to write it down, so that's the reason why I'm, like, not 100% prepared. But he had Eric Bischoff on there. And I might have plugged this last week, but I'm going to plug it again. Where Bischoff talked about, you know, Roman Reigns and how he should be more of a tweener, uh, you know, or kind of like the uh, anti-hero because he's not really a heel. Uh, so it was it was a really good show. You know, he talked about the business. And guess what? Even one of the greatest of all time, Hulk Hogan, called during the show. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. Support some of the black wrestling podcasters and creators. You know, you always hear about people talking about Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson and your Eric Bischoff and all of them. Yeah, that's cool. Then you hear about the other podcast that's got these big networks and all that behind them. Your busted open radios, you know, your cheap heat podcast. And that's cool, you know. But let's also support the local ones. Support the young, you know, the up-and-comers. Support the newer podcasts. Support the smaller ones. The independents, you know. The people that when you tweet at them, they're going to reply back to you instantly. Let's support them. You know, that's the reason why I like supporting, you know, View from the Top Rope, Black Wrestling, you know, Black Announce Table, Jabba Tears, those wrestling girls. You know, I like supporting these podcasts, one, because they're putting out consistent content. If y'all really knew how hard it is to do sometimes, you know, and uh, shout out to the people, you know, I'm, I'm blessed where, you know, mine's a setup right here in my home. Doesn't mean it's always easy, though. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you, folks. Um kind of rather be doing this right now for those who see i'd rather be playing for my playstation 5 but i also like podcasting so i said you know why not i gotta be consistent 
Um, you know, and that's what I talk to my brother Glenn all the time. Shout out to the Wrestling Marks of Excellence Radio. You know, he's been doing this for years as well. And, you know, that consistency is very important um, whenever you're doing podcasting because that's how you get up in the iTunes ranks and the Spotify ranks, folks. So, and, you know, 175 episodes. Woo, I tell you. It's a lot. I look at my hard drive. I'm like, man, I'm going to need to get another one pretty soon. As promised, the tag teams. Let's talk about the tag teams. PWI, top 50 tag team list. First of all, okay, so tag teams have just came around. Interesting. PWI, been around forever, but now suddenly tag teams have just come around okay um but they put dax and cash wheeler of ftr number one i highly disagree um when i think of the tag teams first of all i get that they're the new AEW tag tag team champions and i get they made a big splash but I look at this. It's only two other teams I think should be number one. Well, you know what? Kenny Omega and Adam Page, number two. Uh, Okay, maybe. But I would say the Street Profits, you know, they're number five. They're better than the North. The Golden Role Models, you can make an argument. You know, they 1A, 1B. But the reason why I say that, you look at what the Street Profits have done. They won the Tag Team Championships. I think they lost them, but they regained them, and then they've been rolling. You know, they went into WrestleMania, and then we hit the pandemic. And then what? During the pandemic, they held it down. Winning matches. Highlighted. I mean, some you know, first hour Raw. You had the Street Profits taking on the Viking Raiders or taking on Andrade and... Um, Angel Garza. So, to me, like the work that they've been doing, that's the reason why they're the number one tag team. It's, it's I don't get it. Like, why not? And then I also bring up the golden role model, Sasha and Bailey. The work that they've been doing, and at one point had all the gold. Incredible, incredible. You know, um, AEW is good. But let's not act like they surpassed the WWE. Let's not act like that. You know? Um, but even Omega and Page, they should be over Dax, Harwood, and Cash Wheeler. Because they held it down forever. And then they've been wrestling all these tag teams. So even in a division that's highlighted more, I just don't see how FTR is the number one tag team, folks. So, that was my issue with that. Uh, If you ask me, it is the one. And only Street Profits. So, if I had a list, I would say congratulations to them. But I also say this. Tag Team Wrestling has been around for a very long time. The media has an influence, folks. Let's not forget. The media has an influence. So, why didn't PWI utilize their influence to put this importance on tag team wrestling a long time ago, as opposed to jumping on AEW? 
That we use bandwagon. It makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. So, um, yeah, that's how I feel about that. I'm, I'm just a little like it. It just make it, it. just doesn't make no sense, you know. Um, you know. Uh, shout shout out to my bro Steven. Uh, we remember the conversation about Natalia. Um, Natalia wouldn't punch in the face. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but let's go into from the realm. Yeah, it comes back. It comes back. So, you know, we got to roll. Let's make sure that's all situated. Let's roll that cut. Let's roll the music. And now for our From the Realm segment, where I answer your questions from the Facebook fan page, the Facebook group page, and the Twitter at Wrestling Realm. From the Realm, I got one question from my brother, Mike Patton, at Mike Patton 82 he covers the Tennessee Titans for Haps News, but we're talking wrestling. And his question is, what are your thoughts on the career of Sting in the WWE? Um, cut short. Cut short. I was disappointed that he got hurt in his match with Seth Rollins. One, I did want to see Sting get a WWE Championship match. Uh, I don't like the fact that he didn't win a match, but I understand... Sting doing best for what's best for business. So it's a little disappointing. Um, left something to be desired. But I do think, you know, he was, you know, it was good to see him there. That Survivor Series 2014, he shows up. I still remember my reaction that night. I mean, it was just incredible. Incredible. And I would just love, I wish he could have, you know, another match. I wish he could have got a win. I enjoyed the match with Triple H at WrestleMania. Very disappointed that he lost, but I enjoyed the match. So, shout out to Mike for asking that question. My bad, I meant to put that graphic on the screen. But, folks, I'm actually getting ready to get out of here. Make sure y'all be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Uh, And... Make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Realm. Tell your friends about the show. Let them know where they can get great wrestling content, interactive wrestling content. Um, you know, I'd rather do this live to tape, but, you know, if the demand is there, we can go live. I'll bring it live and then, you know, bring some more people in. Definitely have some guests coming up. Got some things. Uh, been rapping to Amber Rodriguez, so we uh, got some, uh, you know, Got the queendom coming. So y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to that. Until the next time, folks, I am Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.